The internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Campbell-Campbell. Thank you for having me every week, Nelson. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Here is my thing. Oh, quick thing? Well, I oh, want to no. get, I, I, I get into <laughs> Brace yourselves, I wanna, listeners. <laughs> I want to get into the show. Okay. But I think podcasts have a flow. Yeah, okay. You can't yeah. get into it too quickly. No way. So I have a hunger, Nelson, uh-huh. for something. But okay. not a long thing. Okay. Do you have something that is a thing, but it's not a long thing that you could add to the start of the show pretty pretty quickly, if possible? Oh, my God. You, you, are, in, you are in luck. Why is that? I've got a quick thing. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just a quick thing for you. Do I know we've got the announcement bugle, mm-hmm. but do we need like the hype horn? Like a... Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> Like uh-huh. like a, like an air horn or something. Okay. Yeah, high porn. Yeah. yeah. Just something else that's really annoying. Yeah. To <laughs> so anytime that we want to big people up or like mm. drum up some excitement, yeah. we play the excitement horn. Yeah. And people okay. know, oh boy, I, I better put this seatbelt on and strap in. <laughs> it's Because well, yeah. they're going to take me for a ride here. It's going to be crazy. I mean, psh, may as well do that. Yeah, yeah. That may as well be the intro to quick thing every time. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah that's good. Isn't yeah. It? The quick thing excitement horn. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I like yeah. it. Coming yeah. in the in the following weeks. I would also like it maybe in future where I'll just surprise you <laughs> by just pressing the quick thing excitement horn halfway through an episode. Yeah, You'll be yeah. like, oh my God. I, that, no that, I, I like the idea of that. I like yeah. the idea of that. Okay. Uh, but Cameron, here's my quick thing. Great. For today. Uh, earlier this week, mm-hmm. I was driving down the road mm-hmm. and I passed a, what I would call medium to large sized uh, shop on a pretty busy road, busy intersection. It was on the corner. Mm-hmm. Good real estate, I would say. It was a chocolate shop. Go on. I found that insane. Why is anyone buying a shop and making it a chocolate shop? Don't you think that's so weird in this day and age? Like, if we were still ferrying cocoa leaves across the Mediterranean Sea, that would be a time. That's peak chocolate shop era. But actually, we probably still do that, don't we? I mean, <laughs> to te- some degree. Te- technically, it's just a less impressive thing. Yeah. Less people die on the journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I just thought that was so... Like, there is no way I would ve- invest $1 of my hard-earned cash in a uh, in a shop mm-hmm. that is just chocolate Is it artisanal chocolate, at least? Because, like, uh, up, in, up in uh, the Yarra Valley here in Victoria, yeah. we've got the Yarra Valley Chocolatier, which is a big chocolate factory. Yeah, yeah. And they have, like, a bespoke chocolate store. Yeah. Was it like that? Do you know what I would say is the exception to that? Is like they're in the middle of nowhere and it's just kind of a nice place. It's like more of a picnic and stuff. Yeah, it's a cafe. It's everything. They sort of like make a big hoo-ha about it. Mm -hmm. This, I'd say, is is probably artisanal. But the thing is, we have Cadbury chocolate here. And I would say (laughs) that is like the height of chocolate. Like there's not much wiggle room at the top. You know, of like the chocolate tasting any better. It's pretty much like at the point, at the, it's reached the ceiling. And I think that if like 
the thing is that would be really expensive chocolate because I can't imagine the amount of rent they would be paying a year. <laughs> it would be so expensive. Like, no, this shop is not going to last. They're, they're, I'm going to have a quick thing one day huh? and it's going to be, hey, that chocolate shop closed down because nobody's buying this stupid chocolate. So there's a, there's a couple of points. Okay. One, I'm going to need you to write down the address of that chocolate shop because <laughs> yeah, okay. you know I'm a man that has opinions yeah. about chocolate. It's on Chapel Street. Second, here's an opinion about chocolate. Yeah. Is that for some reason, at least here in Australia, lint and specifically lint balls yep. are seen as like a fancy chocolate for presents, mm-hmm. but they're worse than regular chocolate. Way worse. <laughs> so just give me regular chocolate. Yeah, exactly. The third, I can top it for nicheness. Yeah. Uh, in fact, at the very end of our street, the uh, the, the, the joining street yeah. has a store on it, Yeah. which is used car books. Used car <laughs> books? Yes. So not brand new car <laughs> books. They resell old car books that and is... like old car magazines and, and, and it's on uh, it's on like a main strip of road which is uh, maybe not yeah. as primary that is not Chapel as primary estate but still you're, you're paying rent you're paying more than ten dollars a week rent quick update yeah. in the COVID-19 pandemic yeah. it went out of business <laughs> oh that's surprising <laughs> to which I walked past and went well absolutely yeah. I'm surprised in the year and a half to two years we were here before the pandemic yeah. that it remained in business exactly I would say even now, like we're sort of towards the the other end of COVID, but even even with the current traffic, I just don't think it's enough for a chocolate shop to survive. It I, seems I find so it insane funny to me when any store does just one thing. Yeah, uh, the, I've seen like chess stores, and they yeah. just sell chess sets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, become a board game store. Yeah, exactly. Because once you buy a chess set, generally you yeah. don't need a second <laughs> yeah. chess set. But you might be going for the chess set yeah. and then be like, oh my God, look at all these other board games. I'll have to come back later yeah. and buy them. <laughs> yeah. They might have a different one later on that's not chess. Yeah, the single use store like that sells yeah. one specific thing. It's, it's, a, it's a rarity in 2021. <sighs> anyway. It turned into a sort of a medium-sized that thing, was, I, I don't appreciate the length of it. Yeah, I'll be honest yeah, with you. yeah. Also, sh- if we were to bring in the quick thing, excitement horn. Yeah, I am bit of me is saddened to have shortened the song that you came up with <laughs> yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah. But okay. if it hypes everyone up, that I'm, you know, I'm willing to accept it. We'll we'll make some sacrifices where we need to. Uh, all right, let's get into it. Uh, this first uh, Reddit on Reddit was by the user Masteromatic, uh, and it was in the subreddit Facepalm. Uh, and it was just titled "The Wrong People Have Money." <laughs> uh, this is actually a Twitter post, and it was by Natalie B Fitness. I don't know if that's relevant, but anyway, they wrote. Uh, is that saying is her middle initial fitness, or does Natalie B Fitness? Uh, does she B I Fitness? Th- oh, no, I think her last name starts with B because it's Natalie. Oh, Natalie B, B fitness. fitness. I like the if idea her that last name is... was Fitness, that would be uh, incredible. Uh, no, I like the idea that she is Fitness. Net, look, Natalie, she's a personal trainer. She be Fitness. She be Fitness. Oh, okay. She is Fitness. Just like we be podcasts. <laughs> yeah, okay. Why didn't we get that Twitter handle? <laughs> uh, okay. I uh, reckon you could still get Nelson B podcasts. Yeah, yeah, that'd be easy. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, she says. Wait, so Kylie Jenner's makeup artist got into a car accident and needed sixty k for uh, $60,000 for emergency brain surgery and she asked her fans to donate and then only donated $5,000? Well, 
when she's a literal billionaire, the wrong people have money. Hmm. Did you hear about this? I didn't hear about this. Um, the only problem I have with breaking this down mm-hmm. is that there, um, there must be more to this than a tweet. You know what I no, mean? No, that's it. You can't be. Though, Speculate uh, as much as you want. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so Kylie Jenner's makeup artist mm-hmm. was in a car accident. Car accident. And she needed 60K yep. to get... The brain surgery. Brain surgery. And uh, and Kylie donated 5K. Yes. And and so what she did was she started a GoFundMe. Yeah. Uh, asking for the 60K and she just donated 5K oh, to so that Ky- GoFundMe. So Kylie started the GoFundMe. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. See, I thought what had happened is the, the, the woman in the accident or her family had started it and Kylie was like, well, here's 5K. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's... <laughs> No, I, I I think oh mate, may, wait maybe now I've speculated, but I'm pretty sure this is the problem with the tweet. <laughs> oh, We're at a news article. Does it matter? Does it matter? Well, the thing is, so either you you donate five k mm-hmm. and don't let anybody don't like tweet out to your fans, hey, donate to this, yeah, or you just do the whole sixty k mm. and you tell everybody how great you are. But the, e- even if you're just doing it for the accolades, do the 60K. Because yeah. largely, it, if it, I don't know. Could it be tax deductible even? Like, even if you're being that shrewd at yeah, business. Yeah, yeah. This is what she should have done. Paid $59,999 into the GoFundMe and then tweeted out to everybody, oh, hey, we've almost reached our goal. <laughs> really appreciate donate. And then people go on and be like, oh, my God, she almost donated all of it. What a great person she is. But w- Now, you say that of the internet, but the internet would definitely be like, why didn't she donate the $1? <laughs> yeah. This is so weird. Okay. What's here's, worse, here's, only donating $5,000 or donating $1 less than what's required? <laughs> I, I would say, and it's, it's hard to, like, because we've never had a billion dollars. So, like... I, who knows what the mental mentality of? Maybe, I had a dream that I won four hundred sixteen million. Even then, I didn't have a billion. Even, not even, <laughs> not even close to a billion. That's the that's the crazy thing. But like, I wonder if there's a mindset of, all right, I've now crossed the billion. Mm-hmm. I need to do at anything at all costs, save as much money as possible to never go below mm, the billion. Yeah, yeah. That, and yeah. not that I think <laughs> sixty thousand would necessarily have got her below the billion. Yeah, but it is flippant things like that. Yeah. I wonder if you're like I, I kind of can't spend any money anymore because then I won't have a billion dollars. I I would quite literally accept that as a reason. <laughs> if she if she tweeted, "Hey guys." I'm one billion and fifty dollars in net worth. Um, can you guys yeah. please help yeah. me out and donate I've the rest of this cause? I one, really one billion can. and sixty thousand. <laughs> yeah. I'm willing to part with the sixty thousand. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, it is just such an insane concept. I could imagine. You know, when you are extremely rich, uh, you would get asked for money. Very frequently, yeah, I would say, um, and uh, to the extent where you you probably literally couldn't say yes to everybody, even though probably the amount of money people are, are asking yeah. for is so minuscule, like sixty thousand dollars of you know Kylie Jenner's net worth is just a drop in the pond, like it's freaking nothing. But 
This is a topic that that Stacy really should have come on for because she yeah. is an expert in all things Kardashian, which and is a, a shame. I, it's I, a real shame. <laughs> I mean, yeah, think of it what you will, whether or not it's a shame or whether or not it's a noble pursuit. I'm avoiding a fight. <laughs> you are avoiding yeah. a fight. <laughs> Just quick side note: we went out on the weekend, and Stacy was like, "I hate it how you talk about me on the podcast sometimes." <laughs> Anyway, Stacy's the worst. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> but I, I yeah, she, I, I believe she would know the ins and outs of this situation. Yeah. And I know that Kylie, I believe it's Kylie, made a, most of her fortune through a makeup company. Oh. The question is, is this makeup artist also involved in that company? Oh did she maybe, God. like, did she help develop these makeup lines? Yeah. And if so, mm-hmm. uh, like if, if if she is literally part of the reason that she's so successful, yeah, then there's even more of a yeah, reason. A reason to, to like yeah, do it. Okay, okay. How about or this if thing? if she was like a gigging makeup artist and occasionally she did her makeup, you know what I mean? So I, I like know. yeah, I sort of want even here's then, the problem. Right? With it's a tweet, we don't know these things, but like yeah, I I would understand more. Like maybe she has a bunch of makeup artists that work on her for different events or whatever. So yeah, this this woman has done her makeup a few times. Yeah, so she was like, oh well, it's terrible. I'll donate some money for her cause. But yeah. if she set up the GoFundMe for her, <laughs> you know, there's so many variables. I oh I don't know. I don't think it. I don't. For I don't know that there is now. I'm un, now I'm uncertain. You made me you made me question the whole thing. <laughs> Here's the thing, because you're you're quite anti Kardashian. Stacy is quite pro Kardashian, well, and I'm very that. neutral Kardashian. I don't necessarily actually have he, a problem with well, any of them. Well, though I, I also just don't care about any of well, them. Well, no, I, I would say that's exactly the position I have. I don't hate them. I don't, I don't know, and You often call me in the middle of the night and go, you won't believe yeah. what Kylie is doing. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think that's it. Like, I, I would say I that I'm say neutral Jenner, as guess, well. I would circumstance. say, yeah, yeah. I would say I, uh, you know, like I don't ever give them a second thought throughout the day. Right, yeah. Um, but... Uh, I think that it's wrong that probably so many people idolize them for just being rich, basically. I think I, I will say this as someone that works in marketing, I completely like. see that they are like brilliant marketers. Yeah. Like through and through, they will sell anything, mm-hmm. like uh, anything that happens to them that is embarrassing, they make yeah. money off. Yeah, and I think that there's a kind of a brilliance to that, whether or not you want to acknowledge it. Well, but like there's but memes that's, of that comes with having money already. Oh, absolutely, you know, but it's like, not like anybody could go out. My, and my do point this. is, you can waste money, mm-hmm. or you can accumulate more money, mm-hmm. and they they were born into privilege, and you know, people judge Kim by how she became famous because of the sex tape and stuff like that. But she took what was a pretty good amount of money and spun that into a lot more money. Mm-hmm. And I think that you can't, I don't think discredit, like that doesn't just happen. Think of all the people that have a lot of money and then waste that money or get a little bit more. The way that they've massively, massively improved their network, yeah. I think is actually very good marketing. You love the Kardashians. I love the Kardashians. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very clear. But my point is because vapid, self-centered, image upset, all of those things are true. Yeah. But I think that you need to look at both sides because they're also very good markets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I still don't think... I know we don't have a lot of information, but I would still think 
$60,000 being such a small amount. Yeah, Again, I, I, I seriously think it's one or the other. It's like you don't know this person well enough that you uh, would not be obliged to donate anything and then not tweet about it at all, mm. or you donate the entire amount. Yeah. I feel like there's no middle ground for that area. The, the, the best possible option is mm-hmm. to donate all of the money and don't tweet about it. And don't tweet about it. <laughs> don't do that. But then she wouldn't make money off that. Yeah. She's probably getting a bit of that. Any dollar that goes over the 60,000K mark, she pockets <laughs> from the GoFundMe. You've heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here, here's a hypothetical then. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get back to your point, actually, of like the distance in the relationship. So like uh, maybe she's done the makeup a couple of times. Okay, let's go with she's best friend, right? You donate the sixty thousand, mm-hmm. okay, and started this makeup company with this person, right? Definitely, that's the case. Well, if How she started far... the makeup company with the person, that person would be also probably yeah, yeah, really yeah. rich. Well, or but or my... even somebody high up ish, you would yeah, think yeah. is. Probably but my point a lot was money. perhaps if she's a makeup artist around Kylie, maybe she had input into the company in yeah. some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So let's say she said, hey, you should make that lipstick a shade lighter. Mm-hmm. And that was her input. Six, and that was grand. the most, yeah, the highest selling lipstick. Yeah. Okay. You're paying for it then, aren't you? <laughs> Such a great idea. Even mm-hmm. though it was one sly comment, they yeah. just made you more, way more than $60,000. So you're, you're, you're pitching some kind of system in which good idea equals some kind of insurance cover. So she says, <laughs> yeah. oh, maybe get a shade lighter yeah. and it does go on so well. And then Kylie sees her again and goes, that was a good advice. You covered for one crash. Okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, One car crash. And then maybe she says another bit of advice and goes, you know what? If a loved one passes away, I'll cover the funeral. Call. Like she just is, yeah. is pitching these different things. Oh my God. Is this the best incentive idea for a business ever? Money would also be good. Because then if you have money, you could cover those things yourself. <laughs> yeah, but it's like extra things. Oh, you know what? It should be. It shouldn't be monetary value things. Uh, Kylie Jenner's well connected. She could be, <laughs> she could be like, hey, uh, I'll introduce you to Kanye. Because <laughs> of that great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah. And also the money. I'll also pay you expenses. Because <laughs> you, you do want the money as well. <laughs> if, I got, if I was offered $60,000 or to meet Kanye... You bet I'm taking the $60,000. <laughs> oh, definitely. Especially if you're after money, I would think it would be easier to get it from Kylie than Kanye. Because Kanye famously yeah. once tweeted Mark Zuckerberg asking for $1 billion. <laughs> <laughs> and he he's just become the richest African-American in history. Oh, really? He's, yeah, his net worth has yeah, passed. That's interesting. You know, uh, I, I don't even know how much it is, but a couple of billion. Right. And he, yet, would he, he still <laughs> Michael would, Jackson be the person before that? I imagine, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't. He know. was quite a rich. He was quite a rich man. Quite a rich man. Um, okay, here's my other hypothetical. That I've just thought of. <clears throat> you can get sixty thousand mm-hmm. um, dollars, or meet Kanye and get sixty-one thousand dollars. I'm still taking the sixty. Yeah, I'm getting the sixty. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> He just seems like a lot, doesn't he? Okay, how much? 65? Oh, 5,000. 5K. Can I... Um, how close do I have to get? <laughs> you have to shake his hand. And I have a conversation I think you'd shake my hand. for at least I, like, three minutes. I, I, don't, I don't think three I'd set him off by shaking my hand. 
The problem is, I he, he seems very, uh, let's say, self-confident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know much about his music. And the moment he asks me a question about his music, which I think is a very likely thing to have happened, <laughs> and I have to either lie, which he will probably know, or say, I don't know anything about your music. Mm. That is when I will become afraid of Kanye. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so true. if we're in an environment in which he can't physically attack me in any way or even verbally abuse me, <laughs> yeah. I'm happy and I'll take the five. Yeah. Oh, would I get beat up by Kanye for $5,000? That's, that's the thing with us having so little money. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm seriously considering that question. Yeah. No, not life-changing in any means. But, but it would be, oh, God, oh, it'd be, handy. be nice. <laughs> Like Stacy and I are trying to save for like a house deposit right now. Yeah, five k won't get us there, but it'll get us closer. Yeah, I'd get beaten up for a house deposit in a heartbeat. <laughs> uh, Canberra loophole. You didn't say what house. Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> Gonna beat you up for the cost of a Lego house. Gotcha, gotcha. Anywho, let's get into ask Reddit. This ask Reddit was by. The Emotional Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> God. You know what they've done here with their name? It's just quite clever. You would read it as The Emotional Man, mm-hmm. but they've used the E on the and emotional. So it's the emotional. The emotional. It's pretty genius if you think about it. Or lazy. Lazy. Yeah. But definitely lazy. Uh, they've uh, asked, what's something you'd love to see but won't be alive for? Uh, first contact would be great, wouldn't it? First contact would be really cool. Except yeah. I'm terrified of first contact, not because of the aliens, mm-hmm. but in fact because of the point that was brought up last uh, last episode, I believe. Yeah. Which is that humans can't stop killing each other. Yeah. Yet have somehow convinced themselves that they would be peaceful towards aliens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we it. would definitely try and attack an advanced civilization. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, well, see, the funny thing is one thing that I was going to say is like maybe the end of uh, Earth civilization. We we might show up at the same time, Kemba. <laughs> <laughs> <That's true. laughs> you're like, oh, first contact. And then I pop up next year and you're like, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I actually really, I really like this question because there's so many things mm-hmm. that I would love to see in the future. I think uh, technology-wise, like even just, uh, you know, uh, sm- more readily available space travel. I would yeah. love to, to see that and be part of that in, in future. Um, or or even, uh, like, I, I, I would love it uh, to see a world where, augmented and virtual reality become more of an everyday thing you know like i feel as though those those things are are, are, will happen in the future and i just love to see how that changes the world entirely i would love to live to see the day that reddit on reddit is number one in the comedy charts Mm. on the itunes podcast Mm. yeah but uh i don't know whether (laughs) It'll be, I die too early or whether it's not a possibility. Yeah. Well, I think the latter. <laughs> well, we'll never know because I'm dead. I think if a genie was like, I'll teleport you to that time right now, if you like, 
and uh, I just cease to exist. You say, yeah, yeah, you just disappear and never turn up in history ever again. <laughs> or the opposite, the genie in front of me goes, "Granted," clicks his fingers, and nothing happens. Oh, <laughs> I said, "Granted." Uh, what? Okay, what if that was a what if that was a threat, like a bit of a condition of this? It's like you tell me what you want to see in history, yep. and I will take you out of this time and put you into that time. Mm. But if the thing you choose never happened. In history, mm. you are out of time. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you had to pick something that you definitely know is going to happen. Or something that I feel like is worth gambling on as well, okay. for example. So you could say, for example, um, uh, even though we don't like the idea of this, but when uh, humans reach immortality. Mm-hmm. You know, science is so advanced that we could live forever. Mm. If that's something you're into, mm. it could be worth the risk, you know, to be like, oh, I'm in, I'm in my prime, and now is the point at which I'd want to do I was that. about to say, you're, you're, you're a pretty good age for immortality. Yeah, yeah. Which is that you're, you're still young, but you're old enough to get respected in most places. You yeah, know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Um, or, or maybe like uh, when universal income is achieved. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's actually a pretty sort of good uh, thing. It's it's very possible. It's actually seen as like where we w- the, the goal that we should get towards. Yeah. So everybody having a universal income and and you know less poor people and whatnot. Um, but uh, one thing I, I I think is interesting, and it it would be very interesting to know if I it popped up in existence if mm-hmm. that was the case but it's something i was going to say for this is i've always thought and i don't know why i've always thought this but i'd love to see what the world is like if racism didn't exist okay so if one if you know one day i (laughs) this is how i imagine i pop up Mm -hmm. in existence i i pop in to a hospital Next is some old white guy that is on the his last one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes, damn, the, anybody that's colored? And then cocks it. Uh-huh. And then it's like, hey, racism was there. Literally, it was just that last so guy. So was everyone <laughs> waiting? Like, is does everyone know he's the last <laughs> racist? Or are you the one that's like, oh, because I've popped up here, you must be the last Yeah, one. No, I think it's only me. Yeah, Everybody no, else yeah. is just like, you know. Uh, hasn't really noticed, <laughs> um, but but I think that that would be such a t- interesting world. And again, one of those things just to see like what slight changes are there that we maybe don't totally um, understand for today. Even just like a simple one as being uh, probably less white actors in you know Hollywood mm-hmm. films or things like that. You know, what's the difference? Or if there is this. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think I was thinking of the South Park episode where they go into the future and everybody becomes one color because there's so much, you know, sort of interbreeding yeah. of all different cultures. They all speak the one language. They all look the one color. And it's like, would some variation of that actually happen? And uh-huh. that's that's kind of what stops, yeah. uh, you know, that. But like, but, but, but also like you went to quite a, um, uh, like an aesthetic uh, version of like Hollywood actors, being less white, but also there's things to consider. Like I think like label uh, labor exploitation, mm, yeah. like it could actually drive up the price of things 
because a lot of people, I think, turn a blind eye to perhaps some countries and cultures that are super exploited for yeah. uh, creating products. Yeah, right. Um, and you're like, that's not my culture, so, so, so I don't care. Y- y- yeah. <laughs> but if it's part of your, if you feel connected to everything. Because, but like, yeah. like if you got to this future and, you, and the, the guy died and you're like, oh, great. And you go outside and you go to a store and it's like, $800 for a pair of Nike now. And you're like, yeah. oh, interesting. Mm. Oh. Turns out they were super racist. <laughs> you know? Take me back to the past, <laughs> am I right? Um, yeah, yeah, that, that's a good point. Like, like the, there are just so many things that I think could could be in that uh, reality that, mm. that really changed people. Like, what is uh, language like? And, and, and is there um, what are countries like? At that point, because I actually think, you know, just countries in general, I think, facilitate racism, even, uh, you know, like white country to white country, you know, like we give shit to New Zealand and well, I guess they have a lot of um, uh, some uh, Maoris and stuff right. over there, but um, uh, or even like the UK, you know, we we. Uh, Give them shit sort of thing and, and, and probably vice versa. I mean, we are the convicts would, of them. Would borders be abolished? Well, that's what, I, that's what I mean. Like, I wonder if that is kind of, that has to be a part of a future where racism doesn't exist anymore, uh-huh. where there's, there's actually no borders and yeah. it's just like, there's just land and there's like maybe a central government, uh-huh. you know, for the entire world. And you can still, like, I think, classify regions as countries. Without necessarily having, when I say no borders, mm. uh, obviously I mean like for immigration purposes. You know what I mean? You could still yeah. be like that is Japan, mm-hmm. you know, that that island there. Yeah, is but anybody can Japan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, actually, I think Japan are really wanting to people to come over, so it's probably like that now. <laughs> I tried last year, and then there was a pandemic, <laughs> so it's your fault. I was one week away, Nelson. <laughs> one week away. What a bummer. Uh, here's another one, Kimbo. This is by VTB, VTFB79. Charlie was given Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory 50 years ago. He should be getting ready to retire. How will he choose his successor? I think he should do a more formal approach. Uh-huh, okay. Picking a successor through the way that he was selected yeah. is insanity. Turns out, a lot of child death. He was like, well, you survived. Yeah. You want it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's literally the prerequisite. Yeah. Like all the other idiots... They're dead. That one drowned in that river. That one got sucked into that machine. It is so dangerous to yeah. work here. I just needed literally anybody <laughs> that could survive. I like the idea that there's a whole bunch of like dead and Palumpas in the back. <laughs> that he's like d- literally every day at least thirty deaths. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Something a little bit more formal. Actually, can I say first of all, how old was Charlie? I know he's like ten ish. So he's only 60, getting ready to retire. <laughs> not, In 2021, I don't think so. Not, not for our generation. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he's got plenty of years on him left. Don't you worry. Uh, but okay. Um, how about then maybe... But he doesn't necessarily say he is retiring, but he probably Just now is starting to consider oh, his retirement. I never I thought about that. How long was the handover period, do you think, from Willy Wonka I and Charlie? Given the absolute loose unit that Willy yeah, Wonka was, yeah. he definitely walked out that day. Yeah. I mean, I know he shot everyone up in that glass elevator, and we've gone oh, into that in previous episodes. there is episodes. a whole other story, but let's but ignore that entirely. I, I, I reckon 
poor Charlie Bucket was like, all right, I've got some questions about the day-to-day. He's like, none of this! And he ran out and jumped out the window and he <laughs> yeah. rolled down the... And, what, and it was very entertaining. Yeah, yeah, everybody's like, clapping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poor Charlie's like, that provided no information. Yeah. Well, I mean, seriously, how do I run this? <laughs> um, yeah, he I- opens a door to a pile of dead and polumpers. <laughs> I'm going to get the blame for this. Yeah, yeah. And another, like, opens a drawer. It's just filled with, like, eviction notices. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't haven't paid your tax for years. (laughs) Some, like, like finance guy being like, oh, you are seriously in debt. And you signed that contract, so now the debt does fall onto you. Charlie's like, Wonka! I don't think I don't think he's retiring. I don't think he's handing the chocolate factory over to anyone. Yeah, I think the chocolate factory went out of business <laughs> the next <laughs> year, and this was the greatest yeah. financial scam of all time. Yeah, yeah. five days later, totally <laughs> shut down. Um, yeah, I I think that's probably what happened. Um, on the off chance, he I mean he was just a kid anyway. What was <laughs> even if he even if the that was financially sound? Yeah. I can't imagine this ten year old was like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna whip this shape in yeah. <laughs> this place of shape." What? Because you would have to go to business advisors <laughs> who would get their hands in the back end of Wonka, yeah, and then slowly do like a hostile takeover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie is no Charlie longer managing the chocolate is factory. out of the company <laughs> within a year. Yeah. His grandpa dies uh, from something that could have been... Well, uh, I mean, grandpa was has been laying in bed for three to four years yeah. and then suddenly gets up as an active. <laughs> That's probably going to explode his heart. Yeah, yeah. He's Let alone the, the, the potion he drunk to make him more floaty. The, the worst thing is there was surgery that they could have paid for if Charlie had have only made a profit out of the factory. Yeah. But he, he ended up just getting muscled out by other businessmen. Though do if he was smart, he would wouldn't the best thing to do be to just instantly sell the chocolate factory? I would think <laughs> yeah. that would be the best financial move ever. There is a very interested party, if I remember correctly, <laughs> in knowing the secrets of Wonka. Yeah. So I I mean the the whole the whole premise of that movie mm-hmm. is that Charlie was going to sell the secret and Wonka's like, you're not going to get it. You'll fail, sir. Yeah. And then uh, why does he change his mind? I forget. I, for, I've i only seen the movie. I haven't read the book. But in the movie, it's not like he pulls out the gobstopper and he's like, oh, you still got the gobstopper. Okay. So he's like, he didn't do it. But, but it just made but no you're sense giving to the company to a, a young child. I was a jawbreaker, I think. Yeah. The Everlasting Gobstopper, I believe it was. Ah, yeah, they wanted the secret to how it's ill. Yeah, uh, okay, maybe yeah. But he's giving the company to a young child who has already expressed interest in selling out the company's secrets. Yes, and had changed his mind, sure, but that was he. He agreed on first attempt of them approaching. <laughs> yeah. So if they come knocking again, yeah. how long do you think that he will maintain a stronghold? <laughs> yeah. If the first time he was pretty close to doing it. I imagine his grandpa would have been assassinated and a note <laughs> sent to Charlie and being like, you're next unless you sell it to yeah. us for a dime. <laughs> but even then, I think you, if they, they really want it, I reckon you could sell it for quite a tidy profit. Yeah, exactly. Live happy. You don't have fine. to live in that crooked house anymore. Yeah. You can get all your grandparents' separate beds. Yeah. Because sleeping in one long bed is weird. Yeah. Uh, and this is what you could do, and I think this is a great idea, is start your own chocolate store, mm. artisanal, obviously, yeah, I mean, <laughs> on the corner of a busy intersection <laughs> in 2021. <laughs> That's what you should do with any of that money yeah. that you get. 
Anyway, how about this? I've just thought of mm-hmm. as well. <laughs> to go on the other extreme version. Yeah. What about like a Hunger Games esque sort of kid? Because essentially that's what happened. I was, was going to say more boring. I was going to say you pitched that, but that is yeah. essentially the practice anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah, let's just formalize yeah. it a little bit. More. <laughs> you know? yeah, All true. the kids have spears. Isn't, isn't <laughs> yeah. it kind of fucked that no one knows what happened in that factory? <laughs> yeah. And would anyone believe them if they're like, he tried to drown a kid in a river of chocolate? <laughs> they're like, no, he didn't. Yeah, yeah, no, no, he didn't. Yeah, exactly. I think that's where you should do it. Okay, uh, let's get into Today I Advice. So now it's time for Today I Learned. Today I Learned. And also sometimes advice. This Today I Learned is by Seize Opportunity. Excuse me. Today I Learned Microsoft tried a four-day work week in Japan as part of a work-life choice challenge by shutting down offices every Friday. Productivity measured by sales per employee increased by almost 40% compared to the same period the previous year. So uh, do, do you think that with the whole working from home mandate that, that has happened in many places around the world, yeah, that a lot of people have discovered that the five-day office work week is a more four-day work from home, four-and-a-half-day work from home work week because I've been discovering that we're going in two days a week and those days are so less productive for me with all the absolute bullshit. But even just taking up more of my day, when when I have to go into the office, I have to wake up earlier to go to the gym at six instead of seven and then I lose that hour and then I'm in the traffic for the other half hour and then the traffic back and then... So you lose that part of your day. But also because that day they try and fit in extra meetings because everyone's in the office at the same time. There's like, there's a specific window of my day. I'm like, that's where I'll do my all of my work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think there is something like that. I mean... When I go into work uh, at the moment, I feel as though I don't have enough to do almost. Like I actually have this weird sort of thing where when when I'm at home, I feel like really efficient. uh But then when I'm in the office, I'm kind of like, I'm not sure that I have enough to do right then, but I probably do. I'm just not like... yeah. It, is it because when you're at home, you're being so efficient that when you go into the office, you're like, yeah. it's actually more efficient for me to do this on a home yeah, day? Yeah, actually, I think that genuinely is it. There is some stuff that I put off because I'll be like, I'm just going to do this at home. Yeah. Be so much <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I I think it's so annoying. Mm. Uh, you know, my work at the moment is very um, insistent on everybody coming back into the office. Um, and it, to me, it just goes to show like this whole, uh, thing that Microsoft did with a four day work week. I don't, I imagine this is what I'm, I'm pretty certain about is they're not doing that anymore. I'm just making that assumption Uh and I could be wrong, but I think it's because there are so many people that just like this going back to work indefinitely thing, whatever, there's a certain amount of people that are so inherent on like, not changing the way things have been for many yeah. years and being like, hey, this is this is the way things work. We all go to work for five days a week, uh-huh. regardless of what the statistics say. Well, <laughs> I also think this must be a case of selective statistics mm. because any company 
that went, let's trial a four-day work week and then got the results and went, huh, productivity went up 40%. Yeah. Anyway, back to five days. <laughs> no, that's literally what's happening at the moment with with uh, companies in Australia. Like there is so much data and evidence to support. I went to a a a, a like countrywide uh, human resources. Uh, it was an online um, seminar, mm-hmm. and there are there was just like presentation after presentation talking about how much more efficient people were, how much happier employees were um, at doing this, uh, you know, uh, working from home. And literally right now, every, oh, a lot of businesses, honestly, it's the dumb ones and it's the people that are in these positions. It's like that one last racist guy on earth, right? Right. (laughs) Like it's just that there's these some people that are out there and they're like saying, let's ignore the statistics and say this is Do you think it's generational? I think there's a big part of that. Yeah, for sure. Like, say you are 65 and you're the CEO of a company. So for the last 35 years, you've been working five days a week, Monday to Friday, nine to five. Yeah. So this is only one iota of your experience. Yeah, yeah. So I understand the idea of being like, I just want to do what I've always done. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's also a... uh, Honestly, it's a jealousy thing as well. Mm -hmm. It's like... um, uh, you know, it's that that thing. I actually remember Cousin Rowan uh, coming on to, I think, the podcast and talking to us about this once. Um, and we were talking about uh, raising children and how, you know, in a previous generation or even even when I was younger, you know, I would get hit uh, by my, my parents or whatnot. Um, and that was just sort of thing that was done. And now we're saying, oh, actually, maybe you shouldn't hit your kids, right? But then there's people that have that argument that say, well, I was hit when yeah. I was a kid and there's nothing wrong with me. And it's like, but that's not the point, yeah, actually. Yeah. It's not about getting revenge because it happened to you. <laughs> it's we've realized that actually your children will be even better than you are now yeah, yeah. emotionally in the future. So it's not that you're wrong, uh-huh. you know. But yeah. And so I think it's the same with this work thing. Yeah, People yeah. get defensive that's about tr- it. Again, let's take the example of this 65-year-old CEO. 35 years doing Monday to Friday, whatever. And they're yeah. like, well, why does this other generation get to have a, a day off? I never got a day off. No, they're working the same as me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. It's a real, it's a real killer. Yeah. Uh, it annoys me just some of this stuff and how, how so blatantly people will, uh, you know, companies ignore, just ignore data. data that's like so evident and, and whatnot. I mean, uh, Nelson, we've, Got this podcast down to a one-day work. Yeah. And even then. If I could limit this. <laughs> even then, this episode is late. <laughs> it is late too. Yeah. We said we'll always work on a Monday or a Sunday. Yeah. But this week we're like, no. <laughs> Let's try something else. See how, see how our productivity is. Hasn't really gone up. Though, has it? <laughs> Very much of a steady line. Uh, okay, here's another one. Is by Elva Galaga Seven. Today I learned quokkas don't throw their babies at predators like the rumors said. Instead, the mothers will make their kids lay writhing and hissing on the ground to attract predators while they escape. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, quokkas, by the way, I don't know. I don't know if they are. Are they native to Australia or are they just? I think they're specifically native to just that like region part yeah, of yeah. Australia. Uh, uh, but we don't know that to be a complete fact. <laughs> anyway, 
they're these actually really cute, like rat looking. Yeah, uh, they're they're uh, somewhere between a rat and a wombat and like a chipmunk <laughs> and a chipmunk. Yeah, and kind of like a dog. I yeah. want to say in a but weird the just like yeah, a one a bit, yeah. like a two percent dog. <laughs> uh, but their their claim to fame, if you will, mm. is that uh, you find them on a place called Rottnest Island in Western Australia, mm-hmm. and because it's such a sparsely populated island. They had no natural predators. Yeah. Which means when they see humans, they don't care. Like they yeah. they, they they don't perceive you as a threat. They don't run away. Yeah. So it's a very popular trend to go up and get a selfie with them yeah. because they will pose for fun. They literally <laughs> will get it on the selfie. Yeah. They're like totally cool with it. Um yeah, they they're like genuinely really cute. And if for some reason you happen to come to Australia, you should go to yes. uh, I feel Perth like, and Rottnest Island and check out these cockers. I feel like the, the maybe this is just uh, my uh, assuming yeah. I think that the, the larger world Became more aware of them When Chris Hemsworth Took quite a few selfies right. with them yeah, When yeah. he was over there mm-hmm. That makes and sense And Chris Hemsworth Is also always there Happy to take a selfie Yeah Yeah He has no natural predators <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see Just quickly There was a there was a girl Went camping in uh, I, I don't even know What region of Australia But she just happened upon A shirtless Chris Hemsworth <laughs> oh, Really <laughs> And so she took this photo and he's like standing there like that, you know, insane. Like he's in his Thor shape as well. Like yeah, he's in insanely yeah. good shape. And she's like, oh my God, I went camping and I ran into shirtless Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. And someone had come and been like, I don't know that much about Australia, but is this a common occurrence? <laughs> and the first answer was like, oh, absolutely. You can't throw a rock without hitting a shirtless Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Um, if you're unlucky, you'll get another Hemsworth. Yeah, you'll get like, I don't know, Luke Hemsworth or something. <laughs> you're like, look, I like Westworld and all, but yeah. not Chris. Yeah, no Chris, mate. Um, but I thought what was funny about this is that I think we could learn a thing or two from Quokkas. To leave the child <laughs> and run away. I'm going to teach my child that if I'm ever burgled, they run to the front door and yell, Dad, get out, get out. <laughs> I escape out the back door <laughs> because statistically, I've done, I've run the data. Uh-huh. Burglars won't attack a child, <laughs> so yeah, okay. but they will attack an, an adult uh-huh. who seems like more of a threat. Yeah. I'm not though because I'm willing to run away. Because <laughs> presumably he could shove over your child with very little effort and yeah. still continue burglaring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. if he sees you, that's more of a perceived Yeah, he's like, cool. Oh, I'm gonna this have could to... stop the burglary. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to have to hit him over the head with a baseball bat or something. Uh-huh. But if I run out the back door <laughs> while my child is doing a song and dance <laughs> in front of me. Yeah. I think it's pretty good. In fact, I might even just set up my kid's bed at the front door. <laughs> so we, I think you should call it the Quokka Protocol. <laughs> yeah. In which yeah, yeah. you hear some rumbling downstairs. Yeah. And you, you run into your kid's room. It's like, it's the Quokka Protocol. <laughs> you go down there and really make a scene. Yeah. I'm going to climb out this window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. And they nod and they say, yes, daddy. <laughs> just for you, daddy. Okay. Enough talky. More distracting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you're really taking up a lot of time. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into shower thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. This shower thought is by Muckman. 
Uh, faking your own death is the only way to know who would come to your funeral <laughs> and also assuring no one would come to your actual funeral. Do you do you have the fear that people won't come to your funeral? I might be my, like, I might be a cynic, but I don't care what happens after my death because it literally doesn't affect me. Um, so like obviously yeah. the idea of it is sad or whatever, but I'll never know. So mm. in a way, like, I don't lose ever lose any sleep over it. Yeah, so I'll literally never know. Um, but ah, oh, see, yeah, I think you're weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't because I that. think like it's interesting to know. Like I'm very aware that right, if I get to an old age, far less people. Right, what what I'm interested in right now is like if I died today yeah i want to know who is the most distant person oh. that turns up to my funeral yeah, okay. i'm i'm so, so interested it's in like that. a like a high school girlfriend or something like that yeah you're like, yeah huh. oh this is weird like i haven't spoken to you for like you know 12 years or something and here you are that's that's bizarre i want to check like mm. because i bet there would be like quite a few people from my high school that I haven't spoken to for yeah. forever, that would turn up, and I'd be like, "Wow, that's so interesting." That is a great metric, I think, to, to measure the gods. Yeah. Who is the furthest and most distant person yeah. that would come to your funeral? And then imagine the flip side, like the tragedy to be like, "Oh my God, it's uh, it's Benny from primary school. I yeah. haven't seen him since the sixth grade." And he turned up. Yeah. That's amazing. Where's Dad? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I haven't seen. I mean, Benny. Great. Wow. I'm loving Benny's here. Can't believe he's here. Yeah. Yeah. But dad. <laughs> Spent quite a lot of time with dad over the years. I feel like he should be here. <laughs> Do you know what I want to know? At the moment, mm. if I go down the street into the cafe, I walk in and they say, soy flat white? Mm. I say, thanks. Mm. Would they come? I don't know if they'd come, but I, I wonder how long it is before they're like, where's that soy flat <laughs> yeah, white guy? Yeah, yeah. Like, did he die? Yeah. yeah. So, they, I mean, they say you die twice. The day you die and the day the last person utters yeah. your name. Yeah. And in a way, is that not... I've got at least an extra, like, three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> With the coffee people. To be like, yeah. that soy latte guy hasn't come in in a while. Yeah, yeah. And that's the last time they ever mention it, is the day you officially die. Yeah. Okay. Um, I... What I would also like to test, okay, because I like this idea of, okay, faking my own death. Mm -hmm. So that I can see who's that crazy distant person that came to my funeral. But then fake it again. Okay. Because I want to see still how far the distance goes. Because people would turn up. This person's talking about like, oh, nobody would come to your actual funeral. That's not true. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. not true. People would just come. I think you would need to leave it like maybe a year or something. Right? Also, Get at least... Even if you fake your death and then you come back and everyone decides to distance himself for you, you've got years to make new friends <laughs> that would come to your second funeral. Yeah, yeah. It would, and then it would be weird when <laughs> you're they're at the funeral, right? And they're sitting next to your family. They're like, oh, it's a little bit weird that not any of his old high school buddies are here. Um, and then my mum mutters, God, I hope it's real this time. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I'm sorry, what? I uh, just hope it's real this time. <laughs> um, but, but I feel, and I also think it'd be funny if you just got, <laughs> if you did this a few times, but you got more and more convincing with the deaths. 
<laughs> like the first time it's just like... You went missing. Went missing. At, let's have a funeral for him. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, he's in a car accident and here's the news clipping from it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, he was in a, a plane crash. We've got his dental... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like right. how far, uh-huh. you know, before yeah. they're like, no matter what, they could see somebody shoot me with a gun in the face. Like, don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Not Nelson. No, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also love the idea that these new friends are sitting there and your parents are like jabbing you in the cockpit. <laughs> like, nice. He feels real. It feel, I reckon he's dead. Good, but this could yeah. be the one, guys. This could be the one. <laughs> um... But, uh, but even just, so even just the idea of like going back and forth, like how many times could I fake my death before my parents don't even turn up? <laughs> I reckon you've got three in you. You reckon three? Yeah. Yeah. Actually three is a pretty good limit. I think, uh, maybe four. My mom's pretty loving. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you've got quite a doting mother. <laughs> yeah. You, you might get four out of it. Yeah. Would, would family members drop off at dis- different points? Like, yeah. would one of your brothers be two? And he's like, nah, I'm done with Nelson. But your yeah. mom would, would hang on a few more funerals. I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think all my family would hang on to at least three. My immediate family. Yeah. Uncles and aunties drop off at two. <laughs> and then mom, <laughs> and because mom's guilted dad into it, yeah. she'd drop off yeah. at Four or five. So, so you reckon your mum is the one that will stay the longest? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Would your mum be easier to convince every death? Um, probably. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> I feel bad about this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now, now poor mum. Ethical ramifications. <laughs> my, my poor mum. I love my mum. Yeah, but famously, she's not interested in this show. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you, ma'am. I'll die as many times as I want. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do one last one here. Yeah. Uh, this is by Peralta. Uh, with deep fake becoming as convincing as it is, mm-hmm. there could come a day where we may be able to choose the actors we want to see in movies. Uh, I mean, the day is kind of coming uh, slightly here because they have resurrected actors through things like this. It's yeah, not quite yeah. deep fake necessarily, though uh, slight spoiler warning for yep. The Mandalorian. Yep. Uh, there are people that show up in The Mandalorian that, are, that kind of appear like they did in old Star Wars films. Yeah, yeah. And that used a lot of the underlying algorithm and technique of deep fake to do. Right, right, right. Uh, but Star Wars, let's keep it in the Star Wars family. Uh, they made the movie Rogue One. Yep. And they needed a certain character played by Peter Cushing who died in the early 80s, I think. Yeah. So they just put him back in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, it's like, pretty nuts, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it's it's weird when it becomes in that, that sort of ethical, like unethical sort of <laughs> yeah. line there. Like, because obviously Paul Walker, I know, is another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his face? <laughs> um, uh, Heath Ledger. Yep. Um, they did for the extraordinary something. What was that movie uh, that he was doing? Yeah, no. Th- though th- to be fair, he did with, most of that. I think. Yeah, to be fair, they didn't actually replace him with like digital Heath Ledger. They recast the actors to play his role. Oh, uh, so the, the I conceit, thought that they did do the digital conceit stuff. of that okay, movie okay. is every time he goes through a certain mirror. Yeah, he's in a new world. So they recut it to be every time he goes through that because he had filmed everything outside of the mirror. Yeah, yeah. Every time he goes through the mirror, he's a different actor. Right. So they didn't actually use. 
Oh, fake okay, influencers. My bad, my bad. I thought so, they actually did do some digital stuff. It, it happens fairly. Um, uh, Gladiator. Uh, Lawrence Olivier is in Gladiator, mm-hmm. and he died halfway through the film. And a lot of his latter half is like reused footage that they mm. have like CGI'd onto another another person's body. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's happening already. There was some controversy, and I actually haven't heard an update of this since. So I think it might be dead. But a movie cast James Dean recently. Right. Uh, it was like a it was like a war movie that was coming out, and they cast James Dean. And they were like, well, we're just going to recreate James Dean. We think we can recreate his voice artificially. Oh. We can recreate. And there was a big backlash. People were like, oh, don't think that's cool. Yeah. It's weird to cast somebody as they've already passed. It's and, like if and, they pass up also, like, during. Then- or that doesn't have any association with that thing. Like Peter mm. Cushing was in Star Wars. Yeah. So it kind of yeah, makes sense. Okay, yeah, that makes oh, sense. Oh, well, yeah. we want him to be in this small role. Yeah, Let's yeah. recreate him. It's almost a tribute to be like, we don't want to recast that role. We love him so much. Yeah, yeah. But uh, advertising has done this quite a bit as well. Yeah. Uh, in the 2000s, I believe, they digitally re- resurrected Bruce Lee, I believe, to sell Snickers bars. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Which is one something I don't think Bruce Lee would have advertised. He, he is like... <laughs> physical peak of fitness like you've seen yeah, that yeah. shredded that's why i eat so many snickers Kevin. <laughs> and two he's flogging a product yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah. even for entertainment value it's not like oh we've got one last great bruce lee movie out of this yeah they're literally selling a product with his image but do you think though it was like uh the family were you know like maybe he didn't yeah like the estate yeah 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 but but you know maybe it was like Oh, he actually ended up having a lot of debt for a dad. It's like, ah, I don't know. I'm just making shit up. Yeah, and yeah. so it's like, Snickers is like, we can help you out of this jam, family. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All we need yeah. is the rights to use, uh, you know. Well, Bruce Lee famously died on a movie set. His son, Brandon Lee, also died on a movie set. And the movie had to be completed with like body doubles and stuff for Brandon Lee as well. Right. He was in The Crow. He died during the making of The Crow. Oh, wow. And there's a whole section towards the end of The Crow where he always oh, in shadow a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think what this is sort of saying as well, right? I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. But let's say this as a, a hypothetical. Mm. Is you, as an individual, mm-hmm. could choose the actors that you want to see in the movie. Yeah, but there must be legality around that. You know? Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It yeah, wouldn't that's surprise boring, me say. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me say if uh, <laughs> when you sign onto a Marvel movie now, yeah. you sign away your likeness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like uh, Chris, Chris Evans. We actually have the right to your likeness as Captain America. Yeah, yeah. And we control that. So they could be like, you know what? He's he's Captain America again. Yeah. Too bad, Chris Evans. If you want to walk away, <laughs> we're gonna put you as Captain America again, completely digitally. Yeah. And yeah. he probably wouldn't have much legal recourse. But if you and I am, yeah, w- it- he would have. He would still get paid for it for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, but, but but yeah, like he, he, but he probably couldn't be like, oh, I don't want to be in another Captain America. Movie. Yeah, yeah. They're like, well, too bad. Remember that thing you signed? Yeah. With blood. But what I'm saying is, if we're making like a like a little indie student film. And we're like, oh, Chuck Margot Robbie in that. Yeah, yeah. Then we legally probably don't have the right to like this. That'd be awesome though. <laughs> Let's do a camera. Um, all I'm saying is, who would you put in as Neo from The Matrix? If you could. Uh, well, originally Neo was cast as Will Smith. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I had heard that. So I, I mean, I, host, I could see that. I host a, a whole other podcast about the sliding door scenario of what if movies. Yeah. So I'd love to see a 
Will Smith Neo. I think the energy of Neo would be very different. Yeah, yeah. Because Will Smith has quite an like an energetic, charming thing. There'd be more one-liners for sure. <laughs> and if you were to say, "Oh, well, Keanu Reeves is playing a bit of computer programming here," you'd be like, "Well, absolutely." Yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, cool. Hmm. Could happen, Cambo. One day. One day. We'll get Will Smith. Anyway, let's move into podnapping. Oh, oh my God! I'm being podnapped! Podnapping. This is Podnapping, where we nap a pod. We take a topic of conversation or a segment from another podcast, normally our worst, really shitty podcast, uh, and do it uh, ourselves. Oh, Nelson. <sighs> Nelson. What an interesting situation we've found ourselves in mm-hmm, with this mm-hmm, podnapping. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. We're in the segment Podnapping, yep. but I, I'm going to have to integrate it with another segment yep. that we've, we've never used before, but have long considered okay. from episode one. And we've never had to use it before. Yeah. It's a segment that we call, we must insist that you cease and desist. Yeah. In which we put out a warning, a cease yeah. and desist warning yeah. to another podcast. We had that intro, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You must insist, we must insist <laughs> <laughs> to cease and desist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was the theme. That was pre-recorded. Yeah. You would think <laughs> you would think we would have edited out the mistake, but we're a Watson all show. We don't, we don't yeah, yeah. But it has come to our attention, Nelson, that a podcast has appeared on podcasting platforms quite legitimate. I've got it here on Spotify. Uh, do you know what annoys me? It was so hard for us to get on Spotify. It took us so long. <laughs> we jumped through hoops. <laughs> and Bears striking similarities to mm-hmm. our podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Our podcast, Reddit on Reddit. Yep. We've discovered there's another podcast uh, called Breddit on Reddit. <laughs> Sounds stupid. Uh, <laughs> and hosted by what appears to be two of our more loyal listeners. In fact, one of them, a coveted fuckhead podcast. Oh, oh my God. I totally forgot that. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> that title's obviously been stripped. <laughs> Look, definitely it's in review. It's <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. in review. Because that we actually is... haven't even got to the email that she officially yeah, yeah. requests. We'll get to that, I suppose. Or will we? Or will we? <laughs> or we'll just skip over the it. The point is, this podcast has come up, breaded on Reddit. Now, a couple of things. A lot of the segments are very, very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the, uh, let's say the show structure is very, very similar. Yeah. And distinctly remembering pitching this as an idea anyway yeah in which would make it our intellectual property well we also have a rule don't steal our ideas obviously rule number one rule number one so if this is listeners from the show yeah doubly insulting (laughs) here's the thing i'm gonna podnap them (laughs) yeah cool 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 uh here's one thing this is this is a podcast created by hallie and dory yeah. Uh, two suspected listeners of this show that we haven't confirmed they are the Hallie and Dory that write into this they show. They could be some doppelgangers or whatever. <laughs> Who have legitimately created a, uh, a podcast and they have the email breaditpodcast at gmail.com that is the bread-related spinoff of this show. <laughs> all the posts are about bread. Yeah, genius. And, and they all sourced from, uh, from Reddit. Yeah. So here's the thing. They, as their theme song play our theme song through the phone speaker. Yeah. And sped up, I think. I'm thinking I play their theme through my phone into this speaker as the theme for this particular version. Yes. Okay. So, oh, how bad do you think this is going to sound? It's going to be so bad. All right. 
This is this is going to be the official theme for the podnapping of Reddit on Reddit. <laughs> oh boy. It's uh, just a total mess. It's just so garbled at this point. <laughs> So, um, what I've done. Yes. And I don't want to point fingers, but I suspect this is what they've also done. Yeah. I used the search, search function on Reddit and yep. just typed the word bread. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> and got two posts here. Yeah. About bread. Mm-hmm. So, uh, first one here is by, uh, it's in the subreddit shitty food porn. Oh, okay. And it's by user Invincible Speed. Oh. And it says, my sibling keeps microwaving a single slice of cheese onto bread for his meals. Please help. He's not eaten anything else in days and they've attached this photo. Yeah. Looks delicious. This is genius. What do you think of the the idea? It's, look, it. I wouldn't call it a gourmet meal. Here's, here's the thing that I'm only, the only one thing I'm disappointed in mm-hmm. with, this, uh, with this kit is that, I've actually done this before, but you need to toast the bread first. Well, I think then this you is put it in the microwave. This is part of the problem: is cheese on toast. Yeah, yum 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 yum, yum. Yeah, but this is literally heated bread. Yeah, yeah, with cheese. Heated bread is weirder. Because <laughs> yeah. heated bread, surely like floppy and soggy. Yeah. The advantage of the toasting is the crispness of the bread. I know. Yeah. But you can't. That's what I'm saying. You can if you do those two things separately. If you toast it and then put it in a microwave. Uh-huh. And if you do it, uh, you know, sort of uh, quickly, you know, so long as you're not like microwaving it for forever, mm-hmm. it, it very similarly resembles a normal like toasted. Uh, uh, I I think I get the feeling that, that this particular brother in question is like just a fast and loose kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Who's like, don't have time to toast, mate. Yeah. I love melted bread. I love melted cheese. Yeah. Whack in the microwave. I don't need crispy toast. I want warm bread, bit of, bit of cheese. And that extra step, I think, of toasting it and then microwaving it would be unthinkable. Yeah, yeah. It's He's bit... like, I'm not doing this for the acclaim of gourmet food. I'm <laughs> doing this for the deliciousness of melted yeah. cheese on bread. I mean, at this stage, do you even really need to heat it up? Whack a bit of cheese on bread. Cheese on, yeah, cheese on bread is great. Whack, whack that and you go, bloody delicious. Is it easier to... Uh, I guess it's quicker. I was going to say, is it easier to just cheese on bread on a grill? But I think a grill, grill has you got to warm it up. Yeah, it's too long. Probably too a few long. minutes. Yeah. You could probably zap that for forty-five seconds in the microwave. Yeah, that's done. Yeah. That, that's good one. Um, if I could just live off cheese and bread, mm-hmm. I probably would. I'm lactose intolerant, Cam, but I still would. <laughs> <laughs> what, but would you get sick of cheese on bread? There's so many different types of cheese, so many, and so many different types of bread. You cannot go wrong with cheese and bread. <laughs> it's a delicious meal. Okay, so you're you're convinced that you could live off cheese and bread for the foreseeable future. I mean, not in a I healthy mean, or uh, yeah, I, like I get, my body would break down and die, but otherwise. I should rephrase it because you could. Like yeah. you could live <laughs> off cheese and bread, but would you want to live off cheese and bread? Uh, no, I think the opposite is true. I want to live off cheese and bread. But could yeah, I? Yeah, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got another one here, Nelson. Yep. This is in r slash WTF. Oh, okay. It's by aggravating ad 8504. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the picture, which I'll show you in a moment, okay. said, 
A sandwich called the Fool's Gold Loaf contains one whole jar of grape jelly slash jam, one whole jar of peanut butter, and one pound of fried bacon inside a hollowed out loaf of bread. It has 8,000 calories. That, That to me sounds disgusting. And you're now showing me this picture... And I still think it sounds and looks disgusting. That does not... Okay, there's something about... It's just too much of the, all those things. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, like, hey, a bit of... I mean, I, I in Australia, we don't really do the uh, peanut butter and jelly type thing. I think, for one, it's because we our, our jam is different than jelly normally. It's sort of the same thing. It's like spreadable, you know, um, like uh, fruit concentrate, something or other. But I think it is actually different. Like jelly, I think, comes from the juice where ours is like like mushed up and preserved uh, um, uh, fruit. So... I think that's why maybe it's never been a thing in Australia because our oh, sort of equivalent doesn't really... I would say really... also, as a cultural thing, Americans much like much more than us or Europe enjoy the salty-sweet combination. Like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are an example. Yeah, they're they're yeah. salty and sweet at the same time. A lot of their their treats are kind of salty and sweet at the same time, which this falls into jelly and peanut butter, yeah, salty yeah. and sweet at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'll give you absolutely yeah, we, no we points really... if you can tell me in which country the Fool's Gold Loaf was created? Oh, America. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Denver, Colorado, that was created. Yeah. yeah. Here, I mean, here's my question about the Fool's Gold Loaf. Yeah. It looks disgusting. Yeah. And 8,000 calories is an absolute That is nightmare. so much. But if someone offered you a bit, would you try it? Yeah, I'd try it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was in Graceland, because um, uh, Elvis used to eat uh, this enormous... I don't think it was this... Particular thing, but not dissimilar. It's close, right? It was yeah. like an entire loaf sandwich kind of thing that he used right, to eat. Yeah. And he also used to enjoy deep fried uh, peanut butter and uh, uh, like jelly and uh, I thought he had banana, bacon on that too. And oh, banana, maybe banana uh, sandwiches banana. as like a snack. Right, banana, and they yeah. sell them in the cafe at Graceland. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I definitely just have to try one. I yeah, think. yeah. And it felt like a heart attack from the moment it hit my lips to the moment <laughs> it hit my stomach. <laughs> yeah. Every, I felt it go down every inch of my body yeah. into my stomach. It's so... So the fact that he died on the toilet yeah, absolutely makes sense. Very overweight. Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally makes sense. Uh, yeah, peanut butter itself is a... You you don't think it's that unhealthy, but damn, there's a lot of calories <laughs> yeah, in yeah, peanut butter. Yeah, it's like oh, it's like a nut. It's healthy. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah, try and liquidize a nut and try that and yeah. see how different it tastes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. spread a bit of butter, mix a bit of butter in it, maybe. <laughs> it's not going to taste like peanut butter. Yeah, add several teaspoons of sugar and preservatives and all kinds of fats. And yeah, then you're starting to get well, something. the fats come in with the nuts. Yeah, but with yeah. The nuts, yeah, yeah. I reckon you could still add saturated fat to that. Well, I yeah. I hope they do. That's why it tastes so delicious. Anyway, Nelson. Yeah. They're my two breaded on Reddits. Oh. Quick review. Do you think this show has legs? Um, I think, uh, as we always do in Podnapping, mm. we do other podcasts better. Yeah. So I think if we were to do Breddit on Reddit... Mm-hmm. Then we would actually make it a success. Make it a success, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? But, uh, but as our saying goes, or uh-huh. our segment goes, we must insist 
Ceased desist. So, so there's that. Here's what I would suggest: a couple of things. Don't subscribe to them, obviously. <laughs> Don't you? Yeah. Any accolades that you may want to bestow upon them, yeah. send our way. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think the acorn of the tree that this has grown <laughs> came from us. Yeah, yeah. Damn straight. This is a personal message just to Dory. Yeah. Your application is still pending. <sighs> Thin ice. Hasn't Thin ice, We've buddy. received your application. You're approved. <laughs> Dory. Yeah. Well, we- actually, Hasm did write into them. He did write into <sighs> them. Interesting. Okay, at this point, we have not officially You're both under review. We have not officially <laughs> titled anyone a fuckhead podcast. There are two potentials. Yeah. And I also want to stress we've had a lot of requests for other people to become fuckhead podcasters. Yeah, yeah. I can't stress how rare this will be. Yeah. Very, and I'm beginning rare. to think that if anyone asks for it, yeah. they are ineligible. Oh, that is actually a great <laughs> rule. I kind of like that as a rule. This is a rarity. Yeah. To, yeah. to us to bestow anyone with the crown of fuckhead podcasts. Do style. you think anybody asks the queen to be knighted? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> A great analogy. <laughs> a you. great analogy. So would be funny if that's how it works. We're not going to disqualify people that have asked already because you, yeah. you weren't to know better. But, but if you do, yeah. If you do in future, I just want to. I just want to make that clear. Do you know what we could do also as retaliation is we could we could start the bread on Reddit podcast but release an extra episode and always be one episode <laughs> <laughs> to be the longest running sort of. Yeah, uh, I, I will say this about Brett on Reddit. I love the audacity that they titled episode one, episode 0001. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which obviously... They've got far more longevity than yeah, yeah. we do. Once we get to 999, we're out of here. Baby. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. out of here. What are we going to do? Add an extra number? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think, we do, I don't don't think like iTunes idiots. will allow it. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Uh, but now we can get into the Ask Me Anything, where listeners of the show, just like you, listener, can write in and ask us anything you want. Yes, got one here from a potential fuckhead podcast listener. Still in review. Still in review. It says, gentlemen, g'day, you, you. Oh, should I do this extra Australian? Yeah, thing? yeah, do it. G'day, yobbos. What's the John Dort? Now, I believe he may have meant to say John Dory. Right. What's the John Dory? Do you know what? I was almost like, oh, crap. Is that an Australian <laughs> saying that I don't know? John Dort? Yeah. <laughs> yes. What's the John? I'll, I'll, I'll correct it for this. What's the John Dory? Just wanted to say, uh, sorry. Just wanted to pre- say, appreciate the nickname. Good on you, mate. Zimbo. Which is uh, the Australianized version of Hazem. Yeah. Uh, uh, he we- also continues. <laughs> yeah. Uh, P.S. I weirdly found Bombs Away to be great, even though the thought of eating on a podcast medium would be bad. As an AMA, what is your favorite snack? Hmm, favorite I, I should snack. also specify, what's the John Dory is rhyming slang for what's the story, as in what's going on? Yes. Which is was... also, I will say, is a phrase that I think people think Australians say, but I've never heard anyone say. No. it's it Like throw another shrimp on the barbie, I've never heard anyone say yeah. it in my entire life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's very specific. It, admittedly, I don't think I've ever been around somebody cooking shrimps on a barbie to begin with. Well, especially because we call them... Where they might. One, we call them prawns. <laughs> yeah. And two, well, we don't often barbecue them. Um, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah. It came from uh, like... Um, 
It wasn't it like a almost thieving campaign. thieving language? No, no, no. What, oh, what, rhyme, sorry, yeah, what, rhyming slang what? is Cockney, and uh, uh, it, I mean it's often called Cockney rhyming slang. Yeah, uh, yeah, and a lot of the time it was to uh, if the cops were listening, they wouldn't know what you're talking yeah, about. You could be like, "Meet you by the apples and pears," yeah. which would be this. Yeah. Yes, let's let's do that snobbery. Yeah, with these chuns that we have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and rock over the tank. Yeah, knock over the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, And good. the cops would be like, that's all in order. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like normal conversation, <laughs> if you ask me. Um, I like how you made up the word chuns. <laughs> <laughs> because the panic in my brain when I was coming up with rhyming words, I'm like, guns. <laughs> puns. Would be puns. Fine. Puns would be fine. Chuns. Yeah. It's a new word. Yeah. Runs. There's there's a lot of words that rhyme with guns. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in the panicked moment, I could not think of a single one. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I, buns. I, I would have done so. Oh, so many. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a snobbery with these buns. And what was my knock over the bank? Rock over the... Rock over the tank. Yeah. Rock over the tank. <laughs> do a snobbery that with the buns fun. and rock over the tank. Yeah. Get back. The cops won't know what. <laughs> they won't know what's coming up. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite snack? Okay, this is such a tough, this is a tough question. Mm. Here's what I'd like to tell you, it's, uh, I feel like related to this, is on my drive over here, I ate an entire packet of rice crackers. Ooh. Is that my favorite snack? No, no. but I'll eat a fucking entire packet. I, I think that favorite snack kind of like goes in and out of yeah. phases. So I, I Not even necessarily my favorite, I'll tell the things that I... I'm eating, like snacking on most commonly at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, little rice cakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a little, little rice cakes you can buy here. Oh, yeah. And they've just got a little bit of uh, like dark chocolate on the back. Yeah. Love them. Mm-hmm. And grapes. Oh, grapes. Uh, I'm just going through a grape thing at the moment. Grapes Put a little ball of grapes next to my work desk. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah. Yum, yum, yum. Uh, that's a good one. One, I am... Uh, see, I'm, I'm much more of a, a savory person. Mm-hmm. So mine is uh, cheese on bread whacked out in the microwave. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and the other one is that uh, jelly, yeah. the fool's gold loaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of peanut butter, lots of jelly. Uh, actually, peanut butter is one. I will quite often just get one slice of bread out of uh, the packet and then yeah. put a bit of peanut butter on, roll that up, eat that. Can I revolutionize? Yeah. One slice of bread, peanut butter, whacked out in the microwave. Like that, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> um. No, well, well, sometimes I'll toast the bread and then when you whack the peanut butter on, it melts a little bit. But if I feel like you were to do that to the extreme, you would it would just melt everywhere. That'd be gross. Mm. Uh, anyway, uh, but also I really like... I don't buy them that much because they're really expensive, but I really like pistachio nuts. Mm. God damn, I could have a gazillion of those in a sitting. But also, and you'll know this, Cambo, uh, it comes around in seasons. Another nut, but I love chestnuts. You do love chestnuts. I love chestnuts. They're so great, but they're only like an autumn-ish. They, they last, uh, they're around for, for a few months, like maybe ha- half a year or something, or, or maybe not quite. But um, yeah, so I look forward to that. And uh, yeah, any day now, chestnuts should be... In fact, they're already in the stores, I think, so we get getting my... Yeah, so getting perhaps in the coming weeks, if you mm-hmm. note... Uptick in Nelson's happiness. Yeah. Maybe he's eating chestnuts. Full chestnuts. That's it. Um, here's another one. We've got 
Hey, Nelson. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, boy. Here we go. First, I'd like to say, uh-huh. this is from Vamp. Mm-hmm. Vamp wrote like five emails. <laughs> and I would say three of the five were very long. So I've done a bit of creative. It's an abridged version. This is the yeah. abridged version. Because oh, what I'm going to read you, uh-huh. you will get the gist of all five emails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this this makes a lot of sense because uh, I duck it out of the email during the week. Yeah, and I did see there was a couple from Vamp, and I saw this email pasted in the show notes. Yeah, and I couldn't make heads nor tails of it. Yeah, and yeah. Now knowing that perhaps it's several emails pasted together. Yeah, would make sense, and it did actually tell me to stop reading. And scouts on, I did. I stopped. Oh, okay, that that's point. good. Oh, yeah. Actually, maybe I shouldn't have pasted that bit in because that's <laughs> not relevant anymore. I don't think. <laughs> anyway, it's not part of the journey. <laughs> hey, Nelson Camber, I would like to respectfully request that you skip to the money bag emoji for farther down the page. I it's don't, not there anymore, Camber. <laughs> yeah, I search for the money bag emoji. This is why I couldn't make heads or tails. I searched for the money bag emoji and found like, none. I don't, I don't know where to start. And, and I, I actually thought. I'm going to leave this to Nelson. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, you've left it there, good. Uh, Nelson and I need to talk about your shenanigans. Okay, Nelson, here's a list of things Cambo's been up to in the past month. Uh, sources are below the signature uh, for the PSs. Just so you know, Vamp, don't even go to the trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Just not, not, not one of those sources that I clicked on yeah. or I've been interested in. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Uh, he released more episodes of his Money Talks podcast. Oh. Sometimes more than one episode a day. Mm, sure. Busy I, I did look it. up my Money Talks podcast. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. And I suspect I lean quite right. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. <laughs> I, I I must admit I haven't listened to an episode. Right. Some of the episode titles, I was like, interesting. Uh, maybe. I don't yeah. know if okay. I agree with that title. That's interesting. Uh, he died. You may be recording a podcast with a member of the undead. I guess it's time to find that new podcast host. Maybe May I, f- I volunteer has him? Maybe I faked my death. Maybe you faked your and death. You know what, Nelson? You went at my funeral. I didn't want to go. <laughs> I had someone on. <laughs> uh, what would be the excuse that you would accept that I couldn't go to your funeral? What What if on that day I was able to finally buy a PlayStation 5? I will make a pledge with you that if... If I don't have to make an excuse for not going to your funeral, you don't have to make an excuse for not going to my funeral. Okay. And we will never ask each other. Right. We'll just accept that they had something on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And can we also extend that to our families, like in our wills and stuff? In the Be like, Cambo wanted everybody to know to not ask Nelson why he's not oh, here. Okay, <laughs> I, I thought you were suggesting that if our families didn't show up, and I was going to be like, no, no, hard line on my yeah, family. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. Great. No, just yeah. so, because my, I, don't, I don't want to be questioned yeah. about why yeah. I was here. My, my mum can't come up to you sobbing, being yeah. like, where were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely. Good, good, good. Uh, okay. Uh, he has continued to play sports ball. Uh, welcome back, Cambo. This is the this is where the emoji would have been. <laughs> Welcome back, Amber. Nelson, now's your chance to find out if he's a zombie. Hey, you a zombie? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now then, here's the currency conversion requested. Do we request Kimber? <laughs> no idea. Oh, this is testing our memory. You asked for ECD in AUD. <laughs> Maybe. You did not provide a number of ECD you would like me to convert. I will ignore it for this once, but next time I'll require an amount. One EUD 
is equal to around 0.47 AUD. You said ECD, and then you changed it to the euro. All right, Vamp. But originally it was one Caribbean dollar, and then you've gone to European, the euro, right? But did we ask for that? No. Okay. He In his one sentence, he screwed up. Oh, my God. We're going to need some recalculations here. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This is not good uh, for your fucking podcast listener status, let me tell you. We, need to, we now need to know, because of this error, what is 1ECD yeah. to 1EUD to 1AUD, including prices of changing the currencies? Wait, EUD isn't even euro, right? It's it's what what is what's the shortcut for euro? I mean the you know like EUR. Oh, it's just euro. I think I don't <laughs> think they shorten it because it's only one extra letter. <laughs> that's prestige. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. Oh, that's pretty good. Anyway, I think he's just misspelled it here, but I will not accept that. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I was writing this when I came across a sheet of paper. I don't know what the uh, what episode this paper was for. Here's a transcript transcript with guesses as to what I think each note means. You two are free to interpret as well. Dollar is greater than dollar. Get value of Nelson's time to convert podcast into currency. How much editing time? Question mark. Oh, okay. God. He said, I believe this was about the, uh, uh, was that Nelson referred to the podcast as a currency. If I can get an estimate of the amount of time Nelson spends driving and recording the podcast each week and an estimate of what he thinks his time is worth, I can calculate how much the people who listen to your podcasts own Nelson. I suspect I put the editing time part in quotation marks because I knew it was a stupid question. The answer is none. What do you reckon my time's worth? To me? or Well, what do you reckon your time's worth? Oh. On this podcast. My time. And if I must we, if say if we were charging for this. I must say, if there were editing to be done, that would actually, I think, fall on me. Yeah, yeah, it would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh my time, pretty valuable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Obviously, we do this out of the goodness of our heart and that curse. Yeah, and that curse. Uh I would you do an episode hundred dollars per episode, would you do it? Uh no, here's why. <laughs> Because uh-huh. I want this to replace my full-time job. Oh, right, okay. I would so need, you need, a, you need like minimum $60,000 yeah. a year. I was going to say minimum. Oh, well, I was going to say minimum like 45 and then you can supplement the rest with like Okay. Would, would you take 45 a year for this? <laughs> knowing you would have to supplement some of your income a with bit. maybe some gig work or something. You can host trivia nights or something down at a local pub. Uh, I don't even know if I want to supplement <laughs> with anything else because I don't think this needs. I don't think this should be an ideal circumstance because yeah. I don't think that's realistic necessarily for beginning full time yeah. creatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Uh, you know what? Ten thousand dollars an episode. <laughs> Change my mind entirely. I'm very rich from this. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Fact check: Elon did not create flamethrowers. He created. Not a flamethrowers. Uh-huh, yes, I, I get it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm being a bit, bit mean to Vamp. <laughs> They've taken the absolute effort to write several emails. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fact check. This one's more against you. Okay. Uh, can be. 
Elon's money actually comes from his startup, Zip2. His father did own emerald mines in South Africa, but Elon and his siblings were estranged from their father due to a divorce. Elon's money comes from selling startups, not emeralds. And then he explains, well, I guess that speaks for itself. I'm guessing based on the Elon stuff, this was from episode 229, so not that long ago. Was it? Uh, Just a week plus two more weeks it took you to read this. (laughs) Probably. What are we up to? 34? Even I've lost track at this point. Um, Yeah, I didn't know that. I assumed that, yeah, he got some money from that. From the uh, the old diamond mines. Yeah, but maybe if you didn't. In that case, he is an angel, right? I can't remember what we were talking (laughs) about. Yeah, he said nothing else wrong. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) he's totally fine. Uh, Fact check, the CIA works only internationally. The FBI works only within the U.S., Oh, yeah, we were... Oh, he said, I guess you compared something to the CIA, FBI, and you messed up. (laughs) I like that he's not even sure. Uh, Yeah, we were talking about um, ASIO, which I said was like the CIA, but that's not true because we don't work internationally, so it's a bit more similar to the FBI, I guess. Anyway, well, that's it for all these emails. He said for this email, but, you know, (laughs) I edited. Uh, Vamp, oh, my God, fucking... Podcast listener, potential fuckhead podcast listener. Mm, I'll take that out next time. <laughs> Cambo Fox Informant, United States of Cambo Correspondent, Currency Conversion Correspondent, Reddit on Reddit, Podcast Correspondence Incorporated. <sighs> Thank you for writing in Vamp and Hasm or Zimbe. Uh, if you'd like to read an interest, you can do so. Reddit podcast, R-E-A-D-I-T podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us at Facebook, Twitter, and our subreddit. They're all R-E-A-D-I-T podcast. Now, often we like to try and get people to rate the show five stars. Yeah. Because it helps with our analytics. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually how we get discovered. Like, it, it helps us display. And we generally say, hey, write whatever review you want. We don't care. Yeah. Just give us five stars. Give five stars. People have reviewed places they've not enjoyed going. They've mm-hmm. told our friend Andrew to shave his head. Yep. So if you have praise for the Breaded on Reddit podcast, yeah. rate us five stars. Leave us a review yeah, on Breaded on Reddit. Because you can't uh, you can't leave a review on Spotify specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you have to use it on like the Apple Store or anywhere our you, podcast is at. You can five claim, stars. You can claim Reddit on Reddit is much better than Reddit on Reddit. Just do it in a five star review. Do it in a five star review. <laughs> yeah, for us. Uh, but that's it. So thanks for listening, and we will read you later.